Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Hello, and welcome to the Mom's Life Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen, and I'm joined today by Shelby Stanfield. Shelby, so glad you could be here with us. I'm so excited. Yeah, Shelby and I podcast together over at Conference Talk Podcast, and we've gotten to know each other as we have talked about General Conference for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which is a fun podcast you guys can go check out. Shelby has had experience podcasting with other podcasts too, so I'd love to start off for you just to tell us a little bit about uh, your podcast, what you're working on, and just a little bit about you. Yeah, so... Uh, the other podcast that we do besides the awesome conference talk podcast is the Book of Mormon podcast. My husband and I started that right after we got married in 2019. We started it in September and we would just discuss, we had this desire to, we didn't have kids yet. So we wanted to be able to share our thoughts on the gospel, um, but also share it in like a fun way. So we're like, let's do a podcast about it. And so we just discuss a chapter of the Book of Mormon each week. So we've gone week by week. Uh, We've been married over three and a half years now. And so we're in, I think the Book of Helaman now. So we've made it over halfway. So that's our podcast there. And we love doing it. And I'm a mom of a one-year-old daughter. Um, Hopefully more on the way soon-ish. We'll see. (laughs) And I also have my master's degree in social work. Um, I'm not practicing. I am licensed with the state of Texas, but I stay at home with our baby girl. So that is just a little bit about me. That's awesome. And I think what a cool project to have as newlyweds. Um, I know my husband and I have podcasted together a lot and it is definitely a relationship builder because it's not easy to podcast and you're going public and you have to, you have to work on your communication skills very much. And so that's a cool thing to do as a young couple. I think that's awesome. It's really fun. We, we always say that we cannot come to the podcast with any like things brushed under the rug. Like we have to clear them out before we start talking, because if not, it just, subconsciously starts to enter into the podcast and we don't want that. So it's a really nice way to just be in touch with each other throughout the week too. That's really cool. And I think that's really true. You have to have that good, (laughs) good vibe going or else your podcast will not come off well. So yeah, so that's great. I guess uh, for listeners, if you are wanting to work on your marriage, there's, there's an unusual marriage tip is to start a podcast together. So (laughs) let's go ahead. We've been working um, here at the Moms Like Made Simple community on sleep and getting more or better sleep for the month of February as part of our 2023 self-care challenge. So I would love to hear, Shelby, how it went for you. And specifically, you know, this might look different for everyone, but what was your personal goal for this challenge? So I am a bit of an overachiever. So I was like, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do all the suggestions. (laughs) I listened to the podcast and then I quickly realized I probably should just focus on one and not try to overwhelm myself. So my personal goal was to get to bed earlier and then a little, you know, insert under that was to not 
be on my phone when I'm about to go to sleep because I knew that was a bad habit of mine. So that was my personal goal for this challenge. Although I really wanted to implement it all, the bedtime routine, the, you know, your surrounding, it's just everything. I, I knew that was a really bad habit I needed to break. So that was my personal goal to get to bed earlier and to not be on my phone while doing that. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I think that's wise to start small because the more, you know, when we add on too many things, it makes it really hard to be consistent. So I'm curious what that looked like. Like when were you going to bed pre-February? What did it look like before? And then what did it shift into? So, you know, I'm going to be honest here, pre-February, it was probably going to bed anywhere from 10.30 to 11.30. Um, actually, no, I'm going to say probably anywhere from 11 to 11.30, if I'm being real honest. And that was simply because I was just laying in bed scrolling on my phone, which is not a good habit. And so that was what it looked like before I started Um this whole challenge. <laughs> so I knew it wasn't good. And my husband had even pointed it out. He was like, Hey, you're on your phone a lot before bed. And I'm like, I know I just have a really bad habit and I need to break it. So I was really happy when this challenge came out because it was going to give me a reason to, and this podcast was going to give me a reason to. So I loved it. <laughs> yes. Extra accountability. If you know, you're going to be on a podcast to report how it went. So, yes. okay. That's I love how that kind of goes hand in hand. Um, And I hope that this has been the case for a lot of people doing this challenge is that you saw, okay, yes, I want to get to bed earlier, but what is the thing keeping me from getting to bed earlier? And in this case, it was being on your phone. So eliminating that phone time automatically helps you to be able to get to bed earlier. So I think that's cool. So that um, is kind of, you know, doing two things, both the getting off the phone and the getting getting to bed earlier. So was that a difficult transition? Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. It was very hard. The first few nights, I think it was more, I was just used to having something in my hands while I fell asleep. And so just kind of breaking that habit of like rolling over and having a phone to scroll on. Right. Um, and so that was very hard the first few nights. Right. And what I would do was I would just I just try to roll over towards my husband and I just try to talk to him, although he's trying to go to sleep. Right. So it's not really helping, but I'm like, I need to get my mind off this for a second. And so he, you know, my husband is a really great supporter. So he knew I was doing this and he was like, why don't you just practice breathing? Why don't you just practice laying there with your eyes closed, focus on your muscles? Like, where are you feeling tension? And so that was what really helped me to not go for the phone. The other problem was if my phone was sitting right there on the nightstand, um, I would want to go for it. So what we decided to do was to move where my phone was charging somewhere else in the room. So it wasn't right by me. And so that really helped too, because then I wasn't, you know, tempted to go and look at the phone. So it was a hard transition, but I would say about a week in much better, like <laughs> way better. I felt my body start to get into a rhythm And like, I knew that I wasn't going to be on my phone, so it was going to be okay. And I started to go to bed around 1030 instead. I felt, I found with my daily schedule and all the things that were happening that starting to get ready for bed at 10 and be in bed, starting to fall asleep by 1015 to 1030. That's pretty much what the routine is now. (laughs) Awesome. I love that. Okay. That cracks me up about 
you're like, okay, honey, can we talk? And he's like, why don't we breathe instead of talk? <laughs> he's, he's so sweet. He's so supportive, but also like, shall we stop please? Right. Yeah. That's so cute. Yes. I love that. And, and he had a great suggestion. That is a great idea to work on your breathing and to have that technique. I think that's fantastic. And I also wanted to highlight what you just said about moving your phone out of reach because it is so much easier to stick to that habit if you have to walk across the room. Like walking across the room to get your phone, you just might not do it. I mean, I when I'm in bed at night, if I haven't, I don't know, I'll, I'll get up to brush my teeth, but there are other things. If I lay in bed and I haven't done something important, if my husband can like bring, can you bring that to me? Or otherwise I'll just skip it. Like I'm just so tired that once I'm in bed, I just don't want to do it. (laughs) So so, okay. Any other challenges or anything with making this a new habit or did we cover all that? No, I would say it was just breaking that habit of you know, getting to bed earlier. Cause the thing was, I knew I could go to bed earlier. It was just the phone. And so just starting to wind down on that and it really helped. So I would just say the challenge was breaking the habit. Cause I was so, I had just developed it and I needed to stop. <laughs> okay. Makes sense. Um, okay. So I'm curious then you started doing this, you, you know, work through the challenge of the no phone, getting to bed earlier. So what shifted for, for you? What did you notice with this challenge and kind of what difference did it make for you? I would say after I finally started to not feel the need to have my phone, um, after about a week, I noticed that, so my daughter still takes two naps in a day. And usually I will nap on the first nap. Um, The second nap, I won't, but I'll nap when she naps. She takes about a 45 minute nap. So I noticed that after I started going to bed and getting better sleep that I didn't have, I didn't need that second nap um, or sorry, that first nap that she took, right? I didn't need it to be in my day. Like I could keep going. I didn't feel tired. Whereas before when I was falling asleep much later, I wanted that extra hour to recoup, right? Yeah. So I noticed that that happened. I didn't need it. Um, Something really cool happened during this challenge. I had lost my Apple Watch. Um, When was it? June of 2022. And I used to be a very avid tracker of my sleep. And so maybe it's because of the sleep challenge, but all of a sudden, I, I thought I lost it at church and it showed up in the lost and found at church. I have no idea how. It just showed up there, charged it. It was my watch, hadn't been touched, works perfectly fine. So I got to start tracking my sleep again on my Apple Watch. And so that was really cool to see the trends in my sleep and how low my heart rate was dipping. And so that was really cool too during this challenge to be able to implement about I would say, when did I find my watch? I found it last week. So it's only been a week that I've had it, but it's been cool to see that those habits changing, right? And it just reminded me how much before this challenge, I really did, before I had my baby, I loved being very prideful about my sleep. Like I was like, oh, I have the best heart rate dip. I get eight hours of sleep. And then I had a baby and that threw me all off. Right. So it was just fun to get back into the groove of that and see 
all these habits I had built, but gone out of the habit of doing come back and be like, no, Shelby, you can do this. Like, this is possible. Like you're going to be okay. (laughs) It's cool. Well, you know, it's so funny. My husband keeps trying to convince me to get an Apple watch. I'm not on board, but he will show me in the morning, his sleep. Look what good sleep I got. So it's definitely a thing. And there is a little bit of, of pride and like motivation. If you have this watch, telling you, like reporting to you how you did, you can't fake it, right? It's going to know. And so there is something to that. I've There's a quote that says something like what you measure improves. And that's mm-hmm. this idea here because you're measuring it and you're able to see it. And so, yeah, yeah. there is, that can be really helpful. So I yeah. wanted to ask you with your now not napping when your daughter is napping, what are you doing with that first nap time? I'm doing, so I used to do my scripture study at night, but I have the time now to do my scripture study in the morning. Um, Also, I will go ahead and take that time to do any dishes that are done, unload the dishwasher, um, start laundry, fold laundry, whatever that is that needs to be done, like household chores and then personal scripture study, I would say, because it's only about 45 minutes. So I kind of, I'll start reading. And then when I feel like I don't really set a time for my scripture study. I just do it until I feel like, okay, I've been filled. I know that sounds kind of weird, but oh, I, I just it. do that until I feel fulfilled or I want to ponder a thought as I start doing all the other things. And so that's kind of been what I've been doing during that time. Um, Or I call my sister who lives in Florida. And so we get to catch up a little bit because she's an hour ahead and a nursing student. So she has a crazy schedule and that's usually the time that she can talk. Cause she used to call me, but I would be napping. So I'd miss her call. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm so glad. Cause I asked, you know, not knowing what the answer would be, but I was hoping that it would be something like you said that, because look at this, you've taken, you were using that time at night you know, staying up later to scroll on your phone versus now you're using that time to connect with your sister, to read scriptures and to get stuff done around the house. Like what you have gained all this time back. Um, And so that's really cool, you know, just kind of to be able to compare that and to see how that directly affects your day. So that's a really cool shift. Makes a big difference. (laughs) So my question then moving forward, um, as you, you know, you've tried this, you've given it a month, what are things going to look like for you in the future and how will things shift as a result of having done this challenge? So I think with the combination of finding my Apple watch, it has really reminded me, first of all, how important sleep is, especially to a mom, right? I don't care if you have one kid or seven kids, it is important, right? Sleep is very important. And so what it's done for me is helped remind me of that, I guess you could say. I know that sounds weird, but it's just reminded me of the importance that I did value on that. And it kind of got lost in becoming a new mom and I found it again. And then the other thing is that it's kind of set my priorities straight. Right. And like you just said, with the comparison of before, you know, how I was using my time versus after, it really showed me that time is important and how we use it is very important. And so priority does need to be given to sleep. And the other things are not of value. Like they're not going to 
help me, right? If I'm just scrolling, what good is that doing? All it's doing is keeping me awake and I'm not going to be able to do things the next day that I should be doing. <laughs> so it just really reminded me of the priority that is put on time in general. And so I, I just feel like that's very important as a mom because oftentimes if you stay at home with your kids, you are the one that's running the schedule, right? You're running dinner and lunch and when your kid goes to sleep and what you have to do. And so you have to be on your a well, you don't have to be on your A game all the time because we're not perfect, right? But you do have to have taken care of yourself and your time and protected that to be able to help your family. And so that's something that I'm taking forward with me and just the habits I built, right? No phone on my nightstand. It goes on the other side of the room. It goes by Kevin and he won't give me my phone if I ask for it, right? So that is <laughs> what has happened too. Just those little things as well. So Oh my goodness. Okay. This is so good. Thank you for sharing your experience. I love to see this shift. I hope that, you know, other people have had similar experiences as they've done the challenge. So thank you for that. I would love for you to tell people, remind people, um, your podcast, if they're interested where they can go and listen to more from you. Yes. Yeah, so we are on the Book of Mormon podcast. We are on Instagram. We are also on TikTok. I've recently ventured onto there, um, but it's at the Book of Mormon podcast on both platforms. And then on Facebook, it's slightly different. It is Christ-centered conversations. So that is where you can find us. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you. We will link up to that. You guys definitely go and check her out. And Shelby, thank you so much for being with us. Yeah. Thank you for having me and doing this. It was very timely. <laughs> good. I am so glad. I hope everyone had as good an experience with the challenge. If you haven't yet, be sure to enter the giveaway for this month. It's chanelnielsen.com forward slash enter dash the dash challenge. That will end uh, the last day of February and uh, we'll have all those fun giveaways for you and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. I'm so glad that you're here and I want you to join us for the 2023 Self-Care Challenge. Each month, we will be diving into a different area of simple self-care, learning how to create habits that allow you to make time for yourself. So to join the challenge, go to chanelnielsen.com forward slash self-care 2023. When you join, you'll get access to free downloads that help you to create and track your new habits, as well as a link to the community so that you can discuss and win prizes that the guests are sharing on the podcast. I'm so excited for you to make self-care part of your year in 2023.